Hello there and welcome to In The Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized informative podcast that's aimed to be listened to while you're in the shower, but can really be listened to anywhere at all. And we really do mean anywhere. You could be riding your bike over to somebody's house. You could be getting your eyebrows threaded. You could be throwing donuts at a horse. You could be grooming your goat. And anything else that you might be doing, you fucking weirdos. What's the point of this podcast, Taz? The whole point of this podcast is that we take the questions of the world, those questions that you've always wondered but never looked up the answer to, and we debunk them over the course of your shower. Thus far, we've answered questions like... Oh, why do we never see baby pigeons? Why does our hair turn grey? Why do we fall in love? Why do we dream? What is up with pineapples? Is there a correct way to wipe your bum? And hundreds more. Not hundreds, but lots. We're rounding it up to the nearest hundreds. 18 to me. 18. (laughs) (laughs) And this week's episode is no different. This week's question was sent in years ago. Way back in the beginning days of Taz and Marcus. Many moons ago. The caveman days of in the show Taz and Marcus. What, are you going to tell us what it is? (laughs) This week's question is such a good one. When you're at the cinema, which armrest is yours? I've always wondered this. You're about to find out. So, as we said last week, this episode was asked... Before we had even recorded episode number one of In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. God, that was so long ago. We were we were basically babies. Well, you were a baby. I was a toddler. Fresh out of like the podcast womb all of those years ago. Marcus, we only started this podcast four months ago. Longest four years of my life. <laughs> Just, did you say four months? Four months, four it months. It was four months. That's still 18 episodes of random knowledge. Honestly, I hope that you, the listener, are learning as much from this as we are. I've been at a few Christmas parties so far this year and I come across as the most genius genius there ever was with so many random bits of knowledge. So you get to refer to yourself as a genius genius, like a double genius with extra cheese, but people are still making fun of me for the bum wiping episode. (laughs) Even Philip your cactus is ashamed of your That is a low blow. You're bringing Philip into this. He is pure... He is prickly, but he is pure. Okay, move on from this from this okay. assault. Moving on, moving on. I have to admit, I had the hardest time researching this episode. It's probably the reason that even though this question was asked literally months ago, neither of us have answered it yet. Because I like episodes where I can scientifically give an explanation for something, like whether plants have feelings or why our hair turns grey or... Why Marcus wipes his bum back to front. Because it works. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, as long and hard as I searched, I could not find a scientific explanation for which armrest is yours in the cinema. So if if you couldn't find like a proper, solid, concrete answer to this, um, did you did you find a couple of opinions? Can we can we do what we do best on in the share of Taz Marcus and debunk this for the people? That's the best thing we can do, because we gotta answer all those questions. And even though there's not a scientific conclusion, we've got some theories out there. So, to start things off, it's worth mentioning that this episode is also valid for plane seats, bus seats. Seats on rockets. Do they have armrests on rockets? Probably. I mean, like, you're on a rocket. It has to be comfortable. But, I mean, that's another question for another episode. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so, in a plane, for example, it's obviously a bit more straightforward. The person at the window holds that armrest. The person at the aisle holds that armrest. And then the middle two are sort of at the mercy of the person in the middle. So is it kind of like 
if you're at the window, you get the window and you get to look out at the world and the magnificent sunsets and all that kind of stuff. So, like, you don't really have claim on the middle. And then if you're at the aisle, you get to go and, like, you know, go to the bathroom and take a little walk around. So you don't really get full custody over over that middle bit. Precisely. Yeah, to be, to be fair, I feel like the person in the middle is getting a really rough deal as is. Like, they're squished between you. So, you know what? Let them have the, let them have the armrest. <laughs> that seems to be the general consensus. But there is one little clause. Is it Santa Claus? I mean, it is almost Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. If Santa Claus is there, he gets all of the armrests on all of the seats and all the planes. Okay, is that the clause? No, that's not the clause. <laughs> all right, go on. Okay, so from my extensive research into plane etiquette... It is also a common understanding, bear with me on this one, that if the person in the middle takes their stance with both arms on the armrests, if they are using the top end of the armrest... Like the bit that's kind of closest to the seat in front of you. Exactly. If they are using the top end and you can comfortably nudge your elbow onto the end closest to the seat, then that too is seen as acceptable. You know what? I've always seen that as like the common rule on planes but so many people disagree and I've, I've had people like you know if I'm uh, if I'm trying to just take a tiny little bit of armrest throw me daggers and everything like that do you think that maybe we could get that printed inside the safety manual <laughs> on a plane because I, I think that like people do need to know about this stuff because do you know what from what? plane etiquette as well another highly highly disputed topic is whether or not you should recline your chair oh Long haul, yes. Short haul, no. Yeah. I would say. I feel or, like it's a domino effect, though. Like, if the people at the top of the plane recline their chair, then everyone behind has to do so so they get enough room. So it's honestly like a dominoes. Yeah, it is. I think, like, if if there's no one behind you... um, Oh, that's such a that's such a tough one. I love a good recline. Yeah. But you know what? That's, as I said, another question for another episode. The, the moral of the story that if you're on a plane and you're talking about armrests, then... Sharing is caring. You can kind of nudge in those little bits. Yes. But sharing isn't caring in the cinema because not that you don't care, but, you know, typically you have a drink holder on the armrest and surely putting a drink in the holder is like putting your claim on it. It's marking the territory. Just like a dog weeing on your shoe. Does that mean the dog owns you or can use your armrest? I'm not sure <laughs> where where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, so in which case, the question probably should be at the cinema... Which cup holder should I put my drink in? Surely that has to do with your dominant hand. Like, because if you're picking up a relatively heavy drink, because those drinks weigh a ton. Have yeah. you seen the size of cinema drinks? I know, it's no. so bad. It's like you're absolutely shunned if you get up to go to the toilet in the middle of a film. And yet they feed you like five litres of liquid. I know, absolutely. And also, it, it's worth saying that like those cup holders are designed for the drinks you get in cinemas as opposed to like you know, the cans that most people bring in. <laughs> so is that is that what we can we can go the conclusion of that like the drink holder on your dominant side is uh, is yours? That's probably the most realistic theory. So we did an episode on why we have a dominant hand a few weeks back, which really links up with this nicely. If you haven't listened, go and have a listen after this episode. Uh, do you remember the gist of it, Marcus? Yeah, so it's like the left and right sides of your brain control different sides of your body, right? Yep. That's so, it's like um, the left side controls the right and the right side controls the left and that's why we can multitask and the brain is weird and confusing but still dominant hands are cool and you should listen to that episode. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it's said that 
your language developed on the left side of your brain and because the left side of your brain is linked with your right hand and the left side of your brain was developing really, really quickly, it led to your right hand developing quicker than your left hand and that's why most people have a stronger right hand. So what when you say most people, what was that number again? It's kind of in the region of 88 to 92% of people. So we can, we can kind of safely say that 9 out of every 10 people would prefer to use the right armrest for their drinks. So in short, by default, kind of scientifically, you should be using the right armrest. But what about the, the poor lefties? That is the closest thing to a scientific explanation I could come up with, that 9 out of 10 people are right-handed, so typically that would mean that those people want to use the right armrest and therefore you should be using the right armrest. But if you are in fact a lefty, there are a few foolproof ways to get that sweet, sweet left armrest. So, go on. Firstly, if you're a lefty, get to the cinema super early and nab the seat furthest to the left. Then you get both armrests. It's a bit cunning, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit sneaky. <laughs> Other than that, go to a terrible film with a terrible rating. You're guaranteed a more empty cinema and therefore should have your choice of armrests. So, when in doubt, use the right. Unless you've planned ahead or the seat to the left of you is empty. Precisely. Um, do you know what? There's another option here. And uh, we're just going to give a little shout out to some friends of ours, the Stella Cinema in Rathmines, where they've done away with armrest etiquette by giving every single person their own fully comfortable leather armchair. It is, it is honestly dreamy. It is really, 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 really lovely. You don't have to fight over that armrest anymore. Everyone has a little table and they serve cocktails and food and everything. Like It's, it's beautiful. Um, and we're going to be running a little competition with them over on our Facebook page. So just go onto Facebook and type In the Shower with Taz and Marcus into the search bar to find out the details of that. That is pretty much it, though. In theory, in short, right-hand side. But because that was a pretty short explanation and not that scientific, I sort of began researching more cinema etiquette. Right, okay. Okay, so I'm going to mention a few, and you, Marcus, have to give me your opinion on what you would do. I can do that. I have opinions. (laughs) Okay, so close your eyes. Okay. The person beside you is constantly rustling their bag of popcorn. What do you do? Take it as an invitation to eat their popcorn, but rustle louder than them, like aggressively eat their popcorn while looking at them in the eye rather than looking at the film. Okay, okay, next one. The person beside you falls asleep and starts snoring. Never bring Taz Kelleher to a movie. <laughs> I've never fallen asleep in the cinema. Haven't you? Actually, speaking of the Stella, um, Marks and I went a few weeks ago and there was a lady behind us absolutely passed out. She was conked. Yeah, yeah she and was like properly gone. Yeah, you're going for a night out at the cinema and you're absolutely passing it. Like we were leaving the cinema and I know for a fact that one of the ushers was gonna have to come along and poke her to wake her up. Imagine how embarrassed you'd be. Hope she wasn't dead. Oh God, Marcus <laughs> In all honesty, in all honesty, what would you do? What, if the person beside me fell asleep and started snoring? Yeah. What level of snoring are we talking about? Okay, we're talking this. I would I'd probably I'd probably politely give them a nudge. <laughs> yeah, and just be like, sorry, um, could could you could you wake up, please? Because <laughs> your think snoring I'd... is ruining my env- <laughs> my enjoyment of watching A Dog's Purpose. <laughs> I think I would 
you know, pretend to accidentally knock into them, like accidentally kick their legs. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I I'm woke so you up sorry. there when you're supposed to be watching a movie. I have, yeah. No, okay, yeah. No, I think the consensus there generally is that you, you'd kind of wake them up because not only are they lessening your experience of the movie, but they're also missing out themselves. I mean, like, if you really want to pay to go somewhere and fall asleep, book a hotel. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Okay, another one. You're at the cinema with your dad, front row, and the most graphic sex scene imaginable comes on. What do you do? First of all, um, why are you at like a porn cinema with your dad? You don't know. You didn't know what it was. It was in German. <laughs> it was in German. Das große Sausissen. Um, no. Um, what would I do? And it's bad because I know for a fact that my dad is going to be listening to this. <laughs> Probably uh, whip out my copy of the Bible, which I keep on me at all times, and turn to... No. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. Would you Would you give a little nudge and be like, baby, we should leave? No, I would very much... You know, I'd give him the armrest. <laughs> and I would I would not change my my view. I'd just be looking straight ahead so intensely until that passes. And then maybe make a reference to it as we leave the cinema. Be like, God, there's a lot of vulgarity in that film, <laughs> isn't there? Okay, that's that's all I've come up with. Do you have any ones to sh to shoot at me? Um, yeah, same same last one as you. You're at the cinema with your dad, um, or your mum, in the front row, and the most graphic sex scene imaginable comes on. What do you do? I too would take the stance of an absolute statue and stay put. Not move a millimeter, staring at the screen and hoping that it will, will it will too pass. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the natural thing to do. Yeah. I think no one's gonna turn around to their dad and be like, "Oh, high five! <laughs> Look at all them ditties." Okay, I have one more for you. Okay. Um, you're sitting in the back of the cinema, and the couple beside you are getting really handsy with each other. What do you do? Pretend to go to the toilet. Move seats. That's so polite. Yeah. Really? Listen, let them at it. They might not, they might not have seen each other in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> in short, guys, when you're at the cinema, typically you should use the armrest to your right. That is the most scientific explanation we could come up with. But you know what? Use whichever armrest you feel comfortable using. But if it's packed, use the right. Use the right. In short. In short. So there you have it. I mean, like, obviously there is no scientific explanation for a kind of a, a cinema-based sociological issue like armrest dominance. Whoa! Listen, that is a sentence. Yes, Marcus. some of us went to college, okay? Um, and Marcus uh, dropped out of college. <laughs> Um, if you have any really strong thoughts on armrest etiquette, if you have ways of claiming dominance, or if you are just going the complete passive route and you just like giving armrest to other people, as ever, we love hearing from you. So, uh, Taz, any, anything else? If you have a question that you would like debunked over the course of your shower, you can let us know. We love to hear those questions. All the questions that we've answered thus far have been sent in by listeners, so please keep doing so. You can get us on Facebook. Um, all you have to do is search for In The Shower with Taz and Marcus. Or you can get us on Twitter, at In The Shower Pod. If you want to do it the old-fashioned way, our email is in the shower podcast at gmail.com. Before we end the episode, a few thank yous, as always. Thank you to all of the staff in Headstuff, to Alan, to Paddy, to Rebecca. You're all 
wonderful people. Thank you so much for allowing us to be on your lovely network. Since the last episode, we had our wonderful Head Stuff Christmas party and it was loads and loads of fun. It was great meeting all the podcast producers and podcasters that I've never met before. We love you all. Um, another person who's reached out to us is the composer of our wonderful theme music, Dave Gertzman. Dave, thanks so much, first of all, for writing this uh, this tune um, that we use. It's, it's, we've, we've had people come up and sing it at us, and which, which is kind of weird, but cool. But your music is, is hitting the right note for shower goodness. If you want to check out Dave Gertzman's music, uh, you can look him up on Facebook at Blimp66 or on soundcloud.com forward slash blimp music forward slash tracks. One more thank you as always to Flo Robinson, our graphic designer in-house designing little cartoon avatar Taz and Marcus. Thank you finally to you, the listener. Um, We do it all for you. We love you. You are the reasons why we have spent four months, which feels like 18 years, um, (laughs) filling your heads with wonderful bite-sized chunks of information. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Next week is Christmas. Oh my god, it's Christmas! It's full-blown Christmas. I'm very, very excited. Guess what, guys? Marks and I are spending Christmas together. We're spending Christmas together. First, we're going to Paris. <gasps> Whereabouts? Disneyland! Oh, I'm so, so excited. excited! And then we're going to Taz's family, so it's going to be really, really lovely. Um, And that episode is going to be a bit of a Christmas special, talking about some of the reasons why we do the things we do around Christmas. That's going to be out on Christmas morning, which is a Monday. We can't wait to spend it with all of you guys. And in the meantime, keep scrubbing. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.